We're gabbing. Uh, uh, we're gabbing. We're gabbing. Uh, uh, we're gabbing. We're gabbing. Uh, uh, we're gabbing. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Gabbing. Gabbing. With Gracie. And Heather. All right. So should we do a, a roll call first? Yes, let's do it. I am drinking Chateau Valcombe, Basile et Nicolas Ricom. I suppose those are the owners, and it is called Pastel. And what's helping me to pour this is a contraption called Coravin, where if you don't have the screw top, you can use this for the cork. It'll make a small little hole with the needle. You can pour the beverage out into your cup. And then when you're done, you just pull it out and it's not losing any of the essence. So does that stay on top of it or you take no, it you off? No, you actually take it off. I love okay. that you can see it. So the, the hole is so small? Drinking. Yeah, it's very, very small. It's a fine needle. Oh, very fancy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It almost looks like, you know what it reminds me of? A gas station handle. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> That's what it looks like. That it kind of looks like that. That's what it looks like. It's yeah. really like weird. And it comes with something where you could just like stand it. So you could put it on the bar. But you have to, because it's like gas. You have to buy like these, for lack of a better word. The hubby knows everything. I just. You just enjoy it. But there's like a small piece that you have to replace. Okay. Well, I am drinking El Porto Merlot, and it is a 2019, and it's from California. And I don't have anything as fancy, but I do have this rubber stopper on the top that you put in place of the cork, and it has a special adapter that you put on top of it, and then you can pump out all the air. Oh, so that it stays nice and fresh and then it seals the rubber stopper in place. Look at us being fancy. Yes. But okay, so what we're talking about tonight, we're going to talk about everything's trash. Yeah. Our favorite show of the season. Yes. And so we're going to talk about episodes 3 and 4. Previously we talked about episodes 1 and 2 and I think we both Absolutely loved it. I we were pretty excited. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So episode. I, I like it. Well, it's great from the very beginning, but then like it also grows on you. Like you don't think you could like it more and then you keep watching and you like it more. So episode three was canvassing is trash. So I guess we should start off with spoilers as normal. If you haven't gone and seen episode three or any of the episodes, please stop, go watch it, come back. You must watch it. We yes. require you to watch it. Everyone yes. should watch it. Yes, yeah, mandatory. You have to do it. Yeah. You're going to get tested. So canvassing is, is trash. The general summary is Phoebe and the gang canvassed for signatures to get Jaden on as the state represent, representative ballot. This episode fun because, I mean, who doesn't, who, who wouldn't like to go inside someone's home? And see what's going on, even though the reason behind it is not because I wanted to use someone's restroom, but and then stay there and just have a full blown bath session because when it it's wasted the night before and didn't have time to go home to change to help the brother canvas. So, yeah, the bergamot seduced her in. 
Now, let me ask you, have you ever used a stranger's bathroom? No, no, no. I, I don't know why I, I paused. I don't I think I have either. I don't think I ever. This is where I I, I cannot relate to the episode. Because would I you just... would you let someone use your bathroom? Say like there was somebody that no. was working in your building. No. What if they had a kid? Oh, well, that's different. <laughs> I knew the mom and you would change your mind. Okay. I mean, if someone's working, being, I have to use a restroom and I recognize who they are. I've seen them before. I've talked to them. So not, I guess it wouldn't, if I don't know the person, I just don't, the house, you just don't, or not even these days in general, thousands of decades and galaxies far, far away. Would I actually have somebody? Yeah. I was thinking about it the other day because my road is closed. So we have a lot of workers working out on the road and in like our front lawn and stuff. And I was like, what if one of them came up and was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Can I use your, your restroom? I don't know. I feel like I would be super rude if I said no. But then I guess it would depend. Like that would be during the day when there's people around. I know. I know. Whatever the case may be. Yeah, that's true. And they should have more than one porta potty just in case. That's true. It might be like, okay, why is this person asking you to use my restroom? Exactly. Do they have a valid reason? And You're right. I need to be smart. Considering, considering I live in the city, there yeah. are restaurants nearby, pubs, you know, fast well, there's, food chains where they can, McDonald's and Starbucks. Yeah. Just, it was just ask for the, what they have. And there's apps. Although I, really? I remember, oh, you didn't know that? Yeah. I, I think I'm pretty sure. I hope I'm not lying. I'm pretty sure I've heard people talk about apps where you can use the restroom. So I will say one time I went to visit you in New York and I had to go to the bathroom so bad <laughs> that I was probably desperate enough to, to ask somebody to use the restroom. But you, I got you on the phone and you directed me to the closest like fast food place. <laughs> so we, I don't remember that. I'm glad I helped you. <laughs> yeah, you did. Cause I like was not even going to make it to your apartment. I was like, I got to go. This is a situation. <laughs> So we ended up just meeting at the fast food restaurant. Sometimes things. I had been on the train too long. The train always does it to you. It really, really does. But Phoebe has a lot of balls. And I think that's what we've been learning about. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. But as we get to know her, she does have a level of fast food. Yeah, that's true. I guess that it's more, it's not that she doesn't care. It's she embraces her trash. She's bold. Yes. But she definitely cares deep down inside. Yeah, she can be reckless. Definitely. I feel like we all want to be that a little bit, but we're a bit too inhibited. Because society probably this and we shouldn't be like. Yeah. Or also be simply shy. Yeah. Can't do that. Or care too much what other people think. Exactly. Be free. Yeah. She won't. We all need a little bit of Phoebe. She drags her friends along for the ride and they're like, yeah, awkwardly sitting and sewing on here. How awkward? I feel like that was more awkward than the bathroom. (laughs) I think so because they know what might be going on. Oh, yeah. They know she's up to shenanigans. Exactly. Like, okay. Come on now. Now, now I don't remember. Did she just say she had to use the restroom like she had to? I don't really think they say. But then Michael implies that she has to poop because there is that great line 
where they were like, oh, thank you so much for letting her use your restroom. And uh, that like hipster lady was like, we, uh, what did she say? Oh, she said, Black Lives Matter and everyone poops. <laughs> she was like, we believe two things in this household, Black Lives Matter and everybody, everybody poops. That's what it was. I, she was up there way too long. Yeah. Way too long. For- I would assume that there's some wet towel somewhere, some wet floors from her feet on the ground. There was, that was a soaking tub. That wasn't even a regular bathtub. That was a soaking tub. That took some time to even fill up. Time to fill up and time to probably like just drain. Because I would like to think she let it drain at the very least, but she probably didn't. Because she, Oh, I don't think she did. Because remember... Michael texted her, and then right when she read the text, she dropped the signatures into the bathtub, and then she was, yes. like, trying to get up, and the lady yes. walks in, and she's completely yes. naked. Right. There was no draining. No. Okay, so they're canvassing. So there's kind of two storylines. It's Phoebe and friends canvassing, and then Jaden, Jesse, and Aisha. Yeah. I have to yeah. say this. I feel like for parents of a child they seem to they may feel like I, and this is what I think and from what I remember like oh they dropped the ball there was a birthday party that they had to take their daughter to they did it you know I mean she winded up being there and it's like oh my god like it's it's so refreshing to how factual that is because there are lots of times where you forget that there's something going on like your child has to wear these odd people because I do not believe in pajama day pajamas are meant for the house like you forget that your kid has to wear a certain outfit for school you're hilarious because yesterday at work was pajama day and I forgot for myself to wear pajamas I'm glad you did I don't condone it (laughs) but I know I'm going to have to give in when I'm going to have to explain to Fitzy that it's only for school for special days. You are not going to go out in the streets for any time of the day. Anyhow, like I really, really, really fell for them. I was just like, they're trying so, they're like they're trying yeah. to do so much and they forgot this one thing and you know, big deal. Okay. It's a, okay. I'm sure she understands. She's old enough to understand. Okay. My dad wants to be, oh, we're doing canvassing. We're doing all of this together, but, blah, blah, blah. but a kid and she has the, yeah. So that part was very relatable and just because, yeah, like you said, like everyone has those moments that they're like, oh my gosh, I forgot this. And in this case, it was, they show up for canvassing at a house and it's a birthday party that their daughter was invited to, but they played it off. They played it off. off Yeah. No, they were dying to get out. They make it seem so easy. Okay. They let the ball drop, but they make it seem so. They balance everything out. Like they're great partners each other. And we don't see as much of the daughter as much as I would actually like. But of course, this is more of an adult show. <laughs> you know, not that there's no point in seeing the daughter, but she'll have her moments to shine. I think they seem a great job as parents. Yes. And they do question themselves, but I think everybody questions themselves and they yeah. are doing a great job. Yeah. And like you could tell because when they came back, like the joy on her face when she was like, you came back. She was so sweet. I also wish we could see more of the daughter, but I'm sure she'll pop in from time to time. Exactly. I really thought uh, a later episode was Phoebe and her, but 
Oh, like an episode I focusing on Fabian? I thought, I thought so. Her and niece? I guess, but okay. <laughs> Maybe season two or season three or season four, because season as five. she gets a little bit older, she's probably going to want to spend more time mm-hmm. with her auntie and... Phoebe will want to spend more time with her as she becomes a teenager. Exactly. And, and I will. Oh my gosh. Here for it. I can so it now. We're all here for it. I could get into a little bit of trouble now, but let's, yeah. My kid trouble. I don't know if you remember this. I don't remember it from the first time I watched it. I caught it the second time and I don't know how I missed it. Speaking of Aisha, when um, the part where Phoebe shows up for the canvassing, and Aisha's like, oh, you look so pretty. Jesse's like, oh, it looks like your auntie had like a sleepover because she's wearing her dress from the night before because she was at Hamilton's and forgot about the canvassing, of course, because she's Phoebe. So she goes to leave and there is a condom wrapper stuck to the back of her dress. Yes. <laughs> and not only is it a condom wrapper, but it is... God. It's cheesecake flavored. God, I did not catch that. I remember the wrapper. I remember like exactly where it was on the dress, but I do not remember that there was a flavor to it. Oh my God. Just it's so those little things. I know. It's so <laughs> out of control. So out of control. Like to think that walking around candy wrapper and the can you heard me candy wrappers. Oh Jesus Christ. <sighs> She's essentially what it is. There is is candy. Yeah, it's adult candy, (laughs) especially when it's cheesecake flavored. Uh, That's it. So yeah, there's just he has. There's those little like funny things that they throw in that the show is great even without those, but they're like these just like little things. Like even when like when they're canvassing and they're bringing up like gentrification. And stuff oh, like yes, yes, with the, the bougie cafe and Malika's that like the, that's the bodega where I used to buy my weed and stuff like that. Exactly, that's like really important stuff that I, of course, I had about, but it, it happens. I mean, in this neighborhood, you pockets because it's still mm-hmm. very, 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 very much non gentrified. But just little things here and wonder like I'll disappear. There's a lot of mom and pop shops. That have gone because they're big names. Well, we saw it in Mott Haven where we used to work back in the day. And how like, like I remember you would go to lunch and you would be able to get like a meal for a couple of dollars and stuff. And then towards the end when we were like kind of transitioning out of working in that neighborhood, it was like people were starting to call it Sobro. You like I remember my sister came to meet me and I took her out for a drink in the neighborhood and it was like thirty some dollars for two drinks. There, I remember. Yeah, probably. It, you don't okay. How can I say this? Like I don't mind it, but I also don't want for it to affect and it's just like the certain type of environment elevates the name and everything. Like, why can't we just elevate the because aka they can live here. That's like the the really difficult thing about gentrification because like, yeah, you want like you want certain stores to be able to come in to benefit the community. Like a lot of places like you hear like Atlantic City is a great example. Atlantic City is considered a food desert. 
the people that actually live in Atlantic City, they can't even go to the grocery store. It's very like low income. Everybody works at the casinos and on the boardwalk and stuff like that. Like it's not like an affluent area. You wouldn't know that looking at the boardwalk, but when you go out into the community, there's you like there's no even grocery store to go to. So you want like things like grocery stores and stuff to come in, but as soon as like grocery stores and like some restaurants and things like that come in, all of a sudden like things are all the prices are going up. People from other areas are moving into the neighborhood and the people that were living there get pushed out. So it's like, why can't you have like that happy medium where like people can at least go to the grocery store and get the things that they need in their neighborhood? Why can't we have the best of both worlds? Yeah. I like am always frustrated when it yeah. They seem to I always feel like they need better marketing you know, with the neighborhood and we do so that it looks a certain way da, 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 because you want it to kind of um, to a certain extent. But, but the, it, they're not the paying reality, people. Yeah, the reality is. is yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, those people that work at the boardwalk and at all the casinos and stuff like that, they're not I mean, they're not getting paid what they need to to be able to 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 live in the type of community that you're thinking of, like to kind of, yeah. Cause when you go to the boardwalk, like right by the boardwalk where all the casinos and stuff are, everything's beautiful. And then when you start to go out a few blocks, everything starts to get more run and run, like run down. And it's, it's literally like two blocks and people can't afford to have fancy houses. Right. Yeah. So gentrification, all like, so they addressed all the hipsters coming into Brooklyn and the bougie cafe with the, how does Malika say it? Croissants. Croissants. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Like, Brooklyn has blown up so much. So much. Like, everyone who, well, I'm, of course, exaggerating. Yeah. But a lot of people who want to live in Brooklyn. Yeah, I remember I was there when it blew up. Because, like, I remember I was looking at apartments in Brooklyn and Bedside, And everyone was like, oh, you don't want to live in Bedside. Don't mm-hmm. move to Bedside. And then I ended up moving to Harlem. And then everyone was like, immediately after that was like, oh, you should have moved to Bedside. It's the place to be now. I do not recall it's in Bedside, but wait a second. Didn't I? I did go with you. Didn't I? Didn't we go somewhere? Uh, yeah, I have. Train? I have photographic evidence. It was the day that Michael Jackson died. Yes. And it was to look at an apartment, right? It was way the heck out there. What was that neighborhood? Girl, I do not I think remember. it started with a B. A house that I that I really liked. You know what? Yeah. It was out where Lucy used to live at one point. It was Bushwick where we went the day that Michael Jackson died. We'll move on. We'll move on from the t- public transportation. But yeah, gentrification. Like when Michael was like the beet milk latte I was like ready to die I don't even know what the hell that was would you try something called a beet milk latte yeah you know like beets the the red vegetable oh oh Oh. hell no Grace is making a vomiting face right now I think she's traumatized like there's like this well you know what it is growing up certain types of things you know to, to my mom or my aunt would make something with beets in it and it was horrible but it, I've had it so much throughout the years that when I ever do have it 
recently, I just gulp it down like as if it's like it's like beets with molasses. That's what it is. And is it cooked? It's um blended. Yes, yes, yes. I had it. Okay, so I feel like that's yeah. better because I think that beets, when you cook them, taste like dirt. But like they're not as bad if they're not cooked. No, they are. But I think like it just changes the taste of it. That reminds me of dirt. Mm. Where like if they're not cooked, they don't taste so as a earthy. beef latte would not be for either of us, essentially. I might try it if it was with something else. Maybe not molasses. I mean, it has to be coffee. So I don't know where Michael's coming up. I mean, the whole premise is, is that, yeah, they're, they, they've made it so gentrified that they are willing yeah. to do beets latte. Yeah. But they got bougie, delicious croissants that turned Malika into a white girl on day three of Coachella. <laughs> Which I don't know if you caught. There have been a few different the day of Coachella references. No, like, I actually, I actually did I not. I was like. What's up with Phoebe and the day three of Coachella? <laughs> I I guess we need to be there. I know. I don't really know anything about Coachella. I don't know anything except that it's, you know. The music Coachella. festival, right? Exactly. Yes. That's it. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to find out. Maybe there's something there personally that we don't know. So, yeah, there were a few different references to Coachella, specifically day three. And then also, do you remember her referencing Michael B. Jordan's Baby Mama? I can't, I, I should have wrote down what it was from, but like she was saying something about like, if this was the case, I would be Michael B. John, Jordan's baby mama right now. I mean, and, but, I know, right? Yeah. But like, I, that stuck out to me because in her book, which is loosely based off of the show, Everything's Trash and That's Okay by Phoebe Robinson, she talks about how she has such a huge crush on Michael B. Jordan. I think Whoopi Goldberg, even on The View, was like, Michael, you need to call Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's yeah. and ready to mingle. So yeah. you better make sure she's not busy talking to somebody else. She's not. she Or she's not single and ready to mingle in real life. Uh, at least the last I heard. Oh, really? Okay. Well, then that's it. Yeah. That happening. You got to read her book. Her boyfriend actually has a connection to her other huge crush, which is Bono. And Bono has a crush on her. It's like a mutual love for each other. Okay. It's a, it's, yeah. it's a, it's that kind of love. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bono's happily married. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, okay. So there's but, like, oh, I love you. You're so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of those things, like he draws her pictures and stuff like that and like takes photos with her. Yeah. So she actually met her, her boyfriend at, um, when she was invited to a Bono show. And he, like, but he's like just some random guy that she met there or? He worked, he had some, I can't remember exactly what he does, but he's, he's in the music business. Like he's like, he's something. I'm sorry, baby's boyfriend that I can't remember exactly what your job is, but he's British. On the alcohol. All right. Do we have anything else to say about episode three? How funny was that uh, Jaden had to, like, be Tinkerbell? <laughs> he got so well, much shade. He, like, of like of, co- of course he would have to do something like that. I mean, he's with his daughter. He's like, I want us to be Wakanda. And, she, and like, they're like, you don't have that vibe. <laughs> You're a Tinkerbell. And, I mean, it's the honest truth. Like, he has to accept it. He pulled it off. And that also brings up 
something that I didn't write down, but I've noticed it. And I don't know if you've noticed it too, that they use a lot of green in the show. Oh, they do? Yeah. Like if you pay attention to people's wardrobes, there's a lot of green. And so I just thought about that because it's Tinkerbell face paint was green. So I don't know if that's intentional or if it's just like they just happen to pick those colors. Like different shades of green too. I believe. Yeah. I know the wardrobe is really good. Yeah. Malika's wardrobe. And again, not being biased. Yeah, I I would say she does have the best. Jesse has good wardrobe too. I would say I Malika like, and Jesse. I feel like I personally Yeah. That's why yeah, that's true. I agree. Um, there were just a couple other things with episode three that I I love like Aisha when she like calls out her parents and she's like canvassing is trick-or-treating without the candy. It, it I is. was like, you go, like you tell it, it. like that's that's what's happening it, right now. Dragging her around town for like really listen, and I I was gonna hold off to say this, but I feel like we really okay, let me backtrack because I believe I had said like, oh it's great because the show's relatable, you're with friends and work and you know this and this and that like no parents are in the picture but now I'm curious to know Jaden and Phoebe, Phoebe's parents like why oh. couldn't they or even Jesse's parents like why why can't someone babysit but I think obviously they want her to see what daddy is doing and stuff like that but I'm curious got together and created these two individuals because they're both hot messes yeah high-powered hot messes so they do talk about Jesse's mother and there seems to be tension there. Like I like I feel like the show is not about like the parents, it's about them growing and maturing and so forth. But now I really want to know who they are. Like I want I want a background on who the heck gave birth to these people. Yeah, season 2. Well, maybe Hamilton will come home to meet the parents. Girl, I can't say anything because we're not there yet, but I am dying to talk about the last episode. (laughs) So I don't want to sabotage. She's self-sabotaging herself. I don't want to talk too much. What what were your thoughts at the end when they're having ice? Season three. Did I say season three? (laughs) There better be a season three. I meant episode. I almost said it again. Episode three. Um, at the end, when they're having ice cream, and she sees Jaden, and she shoves Hamilton into the car, <laughs> <laughs> he seems way too shocked. Uh, you think? Like he, she keeps saying, "We can't do this. We can't do this." And then she shoves him, and he's like, "Why did you shove me?" Like he just looks so like perplexed that I'm like, "Think about Reacting. it, Hamilton. Look Reacting. around." Look around. There's Jaden right there. He's just—he's so focused on her. He's not looking around. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's it. He's so focused on her that he can't even fathom what she's saying when she's like, "We can't keep doing this." So he did pretty good because, like, like, I would have been shoved. I would have been like, "What the f is going?" I would have gotten into a whole like big scene. Jaden would have seen me. (laughs) He was just too perplexed and. In disbelief, it seemed like. Well, it is Phoebe, and I think yeah, everything that comes out of her mouth <laughs> perplexes people because she's so crazy. Fair enough, fair enough. 
Okay. Do we want to move on to episode four? Public image is trash. So this is the episode where Jesse's mentor asks Phoebe to be a guest speaker at his university. And so we get introduced to Jesse's mentor, who is Jan George. And I believe he's the director of media studies or something like that. Whoever he is, he was very good to look at. Well, uh, Phoebe describes it as like she goes to Jesse, he looks like John Ham ate John Ham. Yes. Yes. And which is the hilarious. Truth. He's a good looking guy. Yeah. But I really felt like this was just like a filler episode just to keep make us forget about Hamilton and how she's like moved on supposedly from him. And just to see more ridiculousness because that's just like and I hope I'm not being rude by saying that, but nah, go for it. She she can be over the top sometimes. But she can be I extra. I feel like with Jewel, she kind of met her match. Yes. So big spoilers. He has a podcast fetish. He does, which is hilarious. <laughs> I wonder if anyone will have a podcast like, fetish for us. But oh, no. 100%. Who thinks of that? Like, what writer? I have no idea. But it works, right? Like, this uh. is... Like I guess it was probably Phoebe that came up with it. Of course. Uh-huh. Of course. The actor who played Jan George's Victor Webster. And I'm only bringing him up because I'm trying to like get caught up in home. Oh, yeah. what's it called? Trilogy. Um, you asking the wrongs. You know, I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> well, you got IMDb up. I know you do. I, I know. I'm looking. The Wedding Veil Legacy. Oh, I wonder if I've seen that. Yeah, yes. And it starred, well, her episode, it rephrased that. His, quote unquote, because it's not really him. It's about three girls. But his love interest is Allison Sweeney from Days of Our Lives. So I feel like I'm circling back to Jets and Angles. But let's bring it back to Everything's Trash. Well, the whole episode, I kept thinking I know him from somewhere. I'm sure he's he's one of those character actors he starred in a lot of things yeah scorpion king i have not seen that he's he's just it's someone who younger i have to finish that last season oh i did watch the first couple seasons of younger but i have seen so many hallmark and christmas movies because that was like the tradition my mom and i used to watch them so i probably know him from those it looks like he's that's where you know okay yeah that explains it but it, it was a fin- funny character, but so, like, like the, the juxtaposition of it, where, like, he is, like, this, like, prestigious director of media studies, and he's in this fancy world, and then he's, like, getting off on a park bench while Phoebe talks her copy, like, she reads off her copy ad. It makes me think, are there really individuals there? Oh, I'm sure there are one for everyone gracie is drinking her wine through a metal straw while pondering (laughs) this episode didn't have hamilton at all in it did it no it had yeah i think it's done intentionally to make us think that she's forgetting about him but that's not the case we know better i did find it interesting that when um jesse and phoebe kind of got into an argument how Jaden kind of called her out 
like caught out oh. Jesse being like, well, she needed you. She was calling for your advice and you weren't very helpful to her. And then Jesse had to go and make things better. Which is really nice. I mean, it, it's again, it, these are healthy relationships. They're crazy, but yeah. they're healthy relationships because they are honest with each other and they're able to talk. And I feel like we don't get that really. Yeah. Or is it just me? No, I agree. Because, yeah, because she's done that with him in the past, like when he's having issues with the. And then, yeah, like this show is just great with the relationships, with the healthy relationships. Like there's a lot of drama, but there's a lot of healthy relationships too and communication. Because they generate about each other, they love each other. Obviously, it's different because what you have. Jesse and Jaden, who are married to each other, I mean, who've been together, how he knows Jesse because of this. And Malika, I feel like Malika has probably been in the a very, very long time. Or maybe she's just someone that Phoebe just clicked with. I mean, we don't we don't know the full ba- the full story background of any of these. Well oh, in a few well now in a future episode, we learn a little bit of a backstory which makes me think that so like I feel like Phoebe and Malika have known each other for a really long time but not like as long as like it's not like they met in college or went to high school they met as adults because there there's like references to I believe people in their past that they don't know of like that I'm being very coy right now. <laughs> I know. And thank you. A person from the past. Me about. Yeah, that the other person has never met. Yeah. Right. But it's been like several years that they've known each other. And you can make, you can have, I should great relationships with people. You know, yeah. So there's people that click. Yeah. Did you have any, like, favorite parts about this episode? I'm trying to think of. I mean, the only thing that I can think of is that park bench. It's just like, dude, like, you have this beautiful woman in front of you, and you want her to talk copy in your ear, and then you just, like, go off. Like, you don't even try to, like, okay, oops, my bad, this happened. Let's go back to my place, or let's just, you know, like, try to make it seem typical I don't want to say she's not used to it you should know that like introduce somebody to what's going on before you just do that like I get off so the funniest part I thought was fast forward to when they were having the meeting and he's talking about like oh let's have a threesome and she's like okay who's gonna be part of this threesome and he brings up a podcast he like turns on a podcast and he's like whatever's going on in your head, whatever you're thinking, just say it. And she like jumps up and she's like, bitch, I don't want to be here or something like that. And I was like, yes, speak your truth. She ran out of there. Like she was like, nope. (laughs) So fast. So freaking fast. And I do not blame her because this is just not your typical, you know, get together. (laughs) What is up with this man? Like before podcast came how was he taking care of his man? He must have had better. something else going on. But this is some like, all right, I'm going to get on a side note here because I haven't talked to you about this. This is some white male entitlement bullshit going on. 
when it comes to sex. And you need to watch. I'm like, get all. <laughs> your, your finger is all up in. You need to watch House of Hammer. Have you heard of this? It's about is Army Hammer. About, oh, my God. Do I really need to watch that? It's three episodes. There is some rich white male entitlement bullshit going on that involves what he thinks is S&M, but it's not because there's no consent and cannibalism fetishing. <laughs> okay. So I like, I knew all of this. I knew, I, I, you know, I do. So. I knew nothing. I went into this without knowing anything about what was going on. Wow. Really? No. Like I like, yeah. he's like in major, major. Yeah. And his family is crazy because they go back generations and show the white male entitled rich guy bullshit that's going on. Like his father killed somebody in cold blood over some money and got away with it. His grandfather, like they're pretty sure his grandfather was a spy for Russia. Like, and was in, was like buddy, buddy with like the presidents and stuff like that. And was a spy. There was some crazy shit yeah. that came out in this docuseries. Yes, I gotta watch this. It's only three episodes. Such a good-looking guy, and he like starred in Rebecca on the movie. And there's all these. That's other right. But I loved. I love Rebecca. Maybe that was a good book and a good movie. So, any final thoughts on images trash? Yeah, I I really don't. I I mean, I truly feel like it was just a filler episode, which is fine. We got to see. Jesse and Phoebe's. Yes. But I feel like I've, I see their relationship elsewhere. Saying, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, I've, not to say they could have done better, but I, I guess okay, it's their relationship. So we're forgetting a whole storyline now, too, now that I'm thinking about this, because this is the episode with Michael and Jaden and the shoes. Did you feel like that had anything I substantial to say about? Don't think that had personally had anything to say yeah i didn't relate with the shoe thing i didn't relate with the shoe thing either the shoe i mean the shoe thing was funny because there was where like tom weaver makes fun of it way too much yeah yeah poor man but i guess that shows how good hamilton is at his job so that is the only time Hamilton's not referenced, but you know Hamilton did that ad where Tom Weaver was making fun of his shoes. So he exactly. was kind of in the episode, if you think about it that way. Exactly. Just I actually didn't about. think about it, but now that you brought it up, yes. Yeah. Yes. So he was in it, but not in it. I guess they did a very good job in making me, or maybe be just maybe because I am forgetful, I forgot about him. Oh, during the episode? Mm-hmm. I sure did, because there was yeah. a lot of ridiculousness going on, a lot of trash going on. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about that he wasn't in it. He doesn't have the time in every episode. No. I mean, you know, that's the whole point, and that's why it's a filler episode. Because the next episode, yeah. Phoebe needs to be in it. Mm-hmm. Malika needs to be in it, and then I guess probably I don't know if they could get away with Jaden and Michael and Jesse not being in it. I don't think so either. I don't. I think they're all. I think it'd be weird. Yeah. yeah. It, it, at this point, you can't have an episode without that. Maybe, maybe you. Maybe one. Maybe one. You take out one. Like it might be like Malika and Phoebe go somewhere for work, 
or an episode. Right, exactly. Even then, I feel like there's going to be yeah. like a FaceTime or a phone call or something because they all enable each other. They, oh my, yes, yes, yeah, yes. He just pops up out of nowhere and just says the most randomest things. Yeah, like he'll be like, he's Phoebe's roommate and Phoebe's friend, but he'll just be like hanging out with Jesse. <laughs> he just like pops up. Which, I mean, I suppose it makes sense. Again, we don't have known each other for how long they've lived each yeah. other with each other. But it, it makes sense. And for him to be doing things with Jaden is, yeah, like, really? But we don't know truly really have. He seems like he's just was brought into the picture. I, I can envision him being the type of individual who, like, asserts himself he puts himself in yeah well I was just about to say he's very comfortable where he'll just go into a situation and stuff but also now that I'm thinking about it they do all hang out together at like bars and stuff so maybe they're they have formed some friendships and stuff but as we'll see in coming episodes he does have that very like I can insert myself into any type of situation confidence and I feel like, you know, no offense, that this is like a white person thing that they can just feel like they can just do whatever and go into whatever. And it's just like, oh, it's perfectly fine and acceptable. Well, no, no offense at all, because I don't want to get into it because it's a future episode, but we're going to see that's exactly what it is. <laughs> but even before I'll just that, give a hint. He'll talk point. about conquistador style. It's so ridiculous. And like, ridiculous <laughs> like ridiculous is a great way to describe some of the behaviors on the show. Like, yeah. What? Are you kidding me? Oh my God. Oh, oh Michael. Yeah. Oh Phoebe. Oh Malika. I feel like Malika yeah. and Jesse are the two sane main characters. They're like the moms of the group. Yes. Yes. Definitely. And I feel like my opinion, I feel like Malika is Takara and Takara is Malika. Yeah. But she got this role. Yeah, she very much is. Mm-hmm. Nothing that's come out of Malika's mouth is shocking. Shock like is straight out of Takara's mouth. She's good people. Very good She's people. She's great. Yeah. Well, I guess we can wrap it up for this for this episode. Next time we'll talk about some more episodes. I know. I can't wait. That's I want to get to I know. I talk about the end now. Well, the next couple episodes are pretty good, too, because it's the Catching Feelings is trash and Family is trash. And then after that, I think is, is the one after that, the you know, rom-com one. Rom-coms are mostly, tra- I was just like, oh, Heather and I really have to get into this because we love our rom-coms. Yeah, we do. That was this one, I should say, is what's my favorite word for this show? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So, listeners, you're just going to have to wait and see because we got more things to say. Yeah. So, thanks for listening to Gavin. We're Gavin. We're Gavin. We're Gavin. We're Gavin. We're Gavin. We're Gavin.